0: Welcome to our Oasis podcast. I am your mental skills coach, Sarita Kitel. I start this podcast to create a community around life's most painful moments and provide practical tools to help navigate them. With expert advice, inspiring stories, and practical tips, we empower you to be the best version of yourself and embrace the present moment community in breathing grounding and learning for an amazing guest and each other. let's do this together with intention and compassion and remember while I am a mental health professional this podcast is not a substitute for real therapy but it's a good place to start and is simply a space to learn and grow together. let's face life's challenges. With courage and compassion. Living by our Oasis podcast slogan Be loud, be proud, be kind, and be brave. This is a reminder to live our lives with intention and purpose, to speak up, honor our unique strengths, extend compassion to ourselves and others, and face or fears. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to show some support, Please tag me on the social media at Or Oasis Podcast. I would love to personally thank you and share in your journey with our community. Thank you for being a part of Or Oasis Podcast. Let's get started on this mindful adventure together. I am so grateful that you are here. I am Sarita Kitel your mental skills coach. Welcome to season one, episode two. I start this podcast as a way to create community around some of the most painful moments and give us a break and tools to tackle those moments because nobody comes with a book that tells you how to deal with them. We learn how to deal with them after we went through them. I was so overwhelmed in many times of my life by the questions of, How do we live life after? After a diagnosis, after a death, after divorce or a breakup, after leaving our country, after losing a child, after everything. How do we continue life? And before we continue, I want to let you know that you are not alone. If you or someone you know is struggling with thoughts of suicide or mental health issues, there is help available. Check your warm lines in your community and also check the footnotes of this episode where we will put uh, all the resources that we talk in this show. Resources such as the Crisis Text Line, uh, 741741, or the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline 1-800-273-TALK or the Veterans Crisis Line 1-800-273-8255 are available for free and confidential support 24-7 every day. Please know that it's okay to ask for help and that there is no shame in seeking support. Now, let's continue with the conversation and know that you're not alone. So what do we do when something big happens in our lives that changes your life forever or takes of life apart and how suddenly the picture of our future is gone and our future looks different, our family looks different, our environment looks different, we look different. So I want to know like how do we do this? How do I do this? How do I find joy and hope and love after this? When life comes undone, when life is a storm and we don't see the end of it. After years of treatments and uncertainty and a million things happening between, I guess I realized somewhere along the way that this wasn't really a one done thing question or life experience or episode of a podcast. Uh, This is sort of a work that evolves over time as life continues, um, contracts and expands and breaks and rebuilds. But nobody told me how to do that. And the worst part of all, I felt so utterly alone with every single event that break apart in my life I didn't have a support system or I didn't know how to ask for help in those moments that even just getting out of bed was difficult and one thing I learned is community community was my saving grace uh, there's different types of community and we have to be careful that um those communities are not toxic, or I'm not involved in this kind of positive psychology or positive thinking that just do it and get up of bed and you will be okay because I know like you do that if it was that easy, we will not be where we were or where we are in those moments. So I decided to do this podcast um right in the middle of the pandemic um because i noticed when the whole world became undone one thing that was clear is that none of us had the book to help us to go through this and not only that or communities that we had they disappear we learned new ways to get together and enjoy each other's company but as any tragedy the core of our suffering show the core of the wants and needs that they were never supplied appear. And you will wonder, well, why do I bring this up? So part of the episode two and one, it was making a love letter to ourselves. In those moments of uncertainty where life doesn't look at all about anything that we even have in our nightmares, the only thing that sustained me was... Those love letters that once upon a time I have wrote to myself in times where life become undone, when that question, after this, what, become very clear. These love letters, uh, you can do them as many as you want, and there is no right or wrong way to do it. I particularly like to put, I thank you for, I love you for, uh, you hurt me by or I learned by. And I take responsibility, which is not blaming. Taking responsibility means I'm responsible for the actions that I'm taking after this. I am responsible to tackle X, Y, and C, And I'm responsible to give myself grace. So these love letters uh, help me a lot. And I start doing groups uh, with people, with my patients. And I noticed that a lot of people after the return of the COVID, as I call it, they start using this language that was not helpful. It was very, very damaging for the people that hear it, including me. And this language was the toxic positivity or the one that count your blessings. Because there is moments in life that We don't have blessings. We have tribulations, or we are in the storm. So, what do we do in those moments when we say, "Can you really say that you're blessed, or do you know your higher power, whatever the higher power is, has left me or abandoned me?" And all these lofty things that they are said to us in all good intentions and with love, but they're not useful and they're not tangible and they're not helpful when we are in the storm of feeling alone, completely, utterly alone. And I'm not saying blessing is a bad word. On contrary, it's a very powerful um, word that we can utilize. I think it's just... The intention behind it or the lack of knowledge that by saying to somebody, for example, count your blessings because you have your limbs or count your blessings because uh, you didn't perish in X, Y, and Z situation. That doesn't acknowledge the grief and the pain that we feel for that lost. So instead, I said, let's count the present moment. What do we have in this present moment that we can control and can be okay with it? For example, there is sometimes, especially with people that suffers from chronic pain or fibromyalgia or anything along those lines, just breathing hurts. You cannot think. You can't do anything. So... How can you count your blessings when you cannot do the basic needs, meaning rest, eat, etc.? So in those moments, we can say, "I need to stay still, just stay still for now, and focus in the things that are working," aka count your blessings, right? But that's not what we hear when they say count your blessings language is very important in how we communicate our feelings we were never taught how to do that and the blessing word is like look there is a sunset what a blessing and then look there is a devastation what a blessing that we were not there or look there was a war or there was an earthquake what a blessing or look they have a baby what a blessing so what a blessing feels almost like a puzzle that is all out of order and you don't know where the corners are at all and it also discounts the battles that each person has for each one of those moments for example the mother the new mother what an incredible journey that they have Let's, let's take a moment and stay still to admire not only the beauty of birth but also the suffering that she must have gone through and so on. And I use this example because normally speaking, um motherhood unless you suffer like me, not the ability to be able to be a mother, it will be something that is very painful. Yet it's something that we say, what a blessing, right? Discounting the importance to Give space to be present in that moment with those feelings physically and emotionally that we have. So when we do our love letters, we remember that even in the darkest times, we were able to find tools. We were able to love ourselves in that present moment. And we were able also to take responsibility for the things that we can control. We're now in a season in our lives that we want to know that our lives matter, that people see us and hear us. And that's why I create this podcast to create specifically that, to create that place where we're going to talk about topics that are going to be difficult. And no, I don't have all the answers, but for sure we can talk about them and walk together and take a moment to stay still. And to take responsibility of the actions that we can take moving forward, after we ground ourselves and after we mindfully took an uh, inventory of our body, our mind, and our thoughts, I feel um, that is a little funny sometimes when I try to explain this to people. When um, I try to explain them, hey, I see you, I hear you, and Sometimes we are so blind to the pain of others because we're in our own pain, in our suffering. And that's what I say, take a moment and stay still. For example, once upon a time when I was doing one of my internships, I have a really hard time because I'm a neurodivergent uh, person. I have dyslexia. And I was having one of those weeks that was pounding on me, about the inability that I had to perform certain tasks due to lack of accommodations, etc. So I was needing just a kind word, to be honest. That's all I needed, just a kind word. And I asked one of my peers, and I said, "I don't know what is so difficult for me to do this, and I don't know if I will ever become a doctor." And my coworker, oh partner if you will at the moment because they were so broken by the same system that was broken me and they were so stressed and didn't took a moment to stay still and see and hear what I was saying they told me well then you will never be one and you cannot be one if you cannot perform tasks a b and c Wait, mind you it's like writing task. it wasn't not even like it was raining and to tell you that I cry so many days out of that day and it broke me it really broke me not because um, I believed them completely it was be- because they were like in the same realm that I was and they were making the same mistakes that we were making because that's why we were students. But the fact that they couldn't see the pain that I de- I do see in them, right? And it was devastating because the word that they say to me was like, count your blessings. At least you are not X, Y, and Z person. That was so detrimental and so insulting for the pain and grief that I was going through. Granted. The person didn't know. The person couldn't see, because they didn't stay still for a second. So when somebody talks to you or comes to you, before you have the inclination to say count your blessings or at least you wake up today, stay still and listen why they are saying to you, and mostly give them the same love and attention that you would like for you. Meaning. I hear you. You cannot know what it feels like to be that person. And if you do, let them know. But if you don't know what is walking in their shoes, just say, I hear you. I'm here holding space for you. That's all we need to survive those undone days, those undone seasons of our lives. People that is my champions, my mentors, my best friends, and the people that is there to support me, they hold space for me. And I hold space for them. And it's such a wonderful creation. So I invite you to hold space for someone that you care. Write that letter to them of what I love you and if you don't have somebody right now that you feel that can do that for you, you have you. You have little parts of you that still love you and care for you and know how wonderful you are. Not in everything, we're not perfect and life is not perfect, but I want you to look all the accomplishments that you have, literally. Taking a shower today was an accomplishment. Getting out of bed, it was an accomplishment. Scraping yourself out of the floor, out of crying due to grief is a huge accomplishment. And we have to celebrate us. We have to give space to us and say, wow, I did that. And the way that we do that, the day that we actually count our present moments, that they become hours, that they then become days, weeks and journeys and seasons of our lives is by staying present and still. So if you have somebody that's telling you count your blessings or you're inclined to tell somebody count your blessings or be positive, which I was guilty of that too, don't get me wrong. If you ever see me or meet me, I am the most peppy cheerleader Um mentor in your corner that you can have but I'm also very realistic when it comes to like we need to love us first we need to love even the little tiny things of us but also we can say to somebody ouch that hurt and the most important thing that we can do when we do learn how to love us is asking for help saying I don't know how to do this and that's why I create this podcast because if I would have somewhere, somebody to tell me, this is the tools that you can use, this is the path that you can take, or just whole space for me, those moments would have been less lonely. Don't get me wrong. Professional help always help. And as a mental health professional, we're, we're mandated to go. So I highly recommend to go therapy regardless if... Um, you're in crisis or you just want to improve your skills therapy is always amazing in discovering that part of you so I invite you to write that love letter to you because the you of one year ago the you of two years ago it was a different season it was a different person I want you to just write that love letter for you today For example, I go first. Today, I love me because I get out of bed, even though I have one of the spells of my fibromyalgia that was just not having any peace. And I love myself today, despite that the picture that I have for today is not what it is today because I stay still. And I ground myself and I take a deep breath and I take a moment to remember and read all those letters from me to me and all those skills that I have learned in that journey that we call life. And in those love letters is where the slogan of the podcast came alive. In case you're wondering, Our slogan is a reminder to live our lives with intention and purpose. To be loud means speak out and share your truth. To be proud means to honor our unique strengths and qualities. To be kind means to extend that compassion and understanding to ourselves and others. And be brave means to face your fears and take action towards your dreams. We hope this slogan inspires you to live authentically and with courage. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would like you to show your support. I would love if you uh, could tag me on your social media platforms and I will be more than honored to personally thank you for your support and share in your journey. Thank you for being part of our Oasis podcast community. We look forward to connecting with you And let's get started this journey together.